Want to save time, money, and a ton of energy when it comes to meal planning? Well, it's your lucky day, friend, because that's exactly what we're going to cover in today's episode. Welcome to the WalletWin Podcast. Each week, we take a look at a different piece of the personal finance puzzle. I'm Jonathan Texera. And I'm Amanda Texera. We're your guides on your journey to getting out of debt, building wealth, and changing the world through generosity. Here we go. Hi, I'm Trisha Callahan, a fellow wife, mom, and avid freezer cook. I began Once a Month Meals, which is a site that helps families, busy families, whether it's a person of one or many, um, basically get food on the table um, in a way that is both economical and not time consuming. Mm. That sounds great. As a fellow eater, I'm very interested and thankful. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, so we've had you on here today to talk uh, freezer meals. So that's a type of meal planning. We're just going to walk through the basics of that. So I guess it's just to start off, freezer meals. Well, first, I think back up (laughs) to just meal planning. I think meal planning is becoming like a hotter thing in the last several years because people are getting busier and busier and they're realizing that it's just they're going to you have to run through the drive-through or eat cereal if they don't take time to to do some meal planning basically meaning figure out what you're going to eat for the week ahead create a plan grocery shop and go ahead with that now freezer cooking is kind of a cool niche in that that I am falling in love with uh and we'll get a little bit more into that cuz mm-hmm. we actually did some freezer meal cooking recently um under Trisha's inspiration and so would you tell us about what freezer meal cooking is specifically for meal planning? I feel like, and we call freezer meal planning, the reality meal plan. So the reality meal planning, sorry, reality proof meal planning. So you do meal plan, right? You have it all on paper. You go to the grocery store, you buy the ingredients, um, and then a bunch of things come up in your life. Somebody (laughs) has to go to the doctor unexpectedly. You have a work meeting that runs late. Things mm-hmm. that you didn't, it's just realities of your life that you didn't plan into your meal plan, which is right. totally expected, right? Yep. So when you, but freezer cooking is making those meals ahead and it's not just make, it may be just making them on Sunday for the week, but it might be making them on the weekend for a couple weeks at a time. And you're also putting those ingredients together in a meal that you're freezing for later consumption. And so you don't have to worry about making that on the day that you cook it. So you can still work late. You can still have a unexpected doctor's appointment or whatever and come home and have a meal both ready and available to eat um, without having to put all those ingredients together and put the time in that night. Yep. I love that Mm -hmm. Uh, because yeah, a lot of times people, yeah, they have best intentions with your meal plan that you printed off or whatnot but then you still actually have to execute on it. You have to sit, you know, stop everything that day. And for the next half hour, you know, chop and cook and put it all together. And you're right. Life happens. And knowing, you know, we're about to adopt baby number three. And knowing that we've got 26 meals set aside in the freezer and that every single morning when I wake up, I can just pluck one out and no, you know, real cooking involved that's a lifesaver for a busy family. Mm-hmm. I think uh, 
right? So you, meal planning is one step, right? You think, okay, I need to get a handle on, you know, my plan. I want to eat healthier. I want to spend less on my, on eating, whatever it is. Uh, so I'm going to start meal planning and that's really good. And that helps a ton. And I feel like, all right, this is kind of even the next step after that. It's like, okay, meal planning worked. Okay. There were some bumps in the road. Let me take just one more step, kind of refine it. And this is the freezer meal prep. Right. And in some ways, when we, when we actually walked through and did it, I saw significant time savings, Mm -hmm. Uh, not just the monetary savings, because those are definitely there, but it was like this one, two punch of, I didn't like waste a ton of money at the store buying random ingredients for things that may or may not come together or, you know, impulse items. I just shopped for the list, but then I got to batch prepare it and I saved in another way as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do people ask you a lot, you know, how does freezer meal planning actually save me? Absolutely. And I, and I think a big part of it is the budget savings because you can, you know, you're not wasting ingredients. You can get things on sale, especially if you're, um, maybe you're a single or a couple family unit and you can bulk scale. So you can buy some things in bulk, which also saves you money when you're doing freezer cooking. But I really think the big win with freezer cooking is the time savings. And Mm -hmm. I'm not having to cook every night. And we estimate that people spend about an hour a night between the prep Mm -hmm. and cooking at least. Um, You had seven hours back into your life each week um, what, what does that equate to in terms of, um, if you want to look at it financially, how does that equate to how much money you make an hour times seven, how much money did you save there? And then just the sanity of having a meal that you can have available with and still hang out with your children or, uh, do your hobby or, whatever it is that, you know, life throws your way. so like, that is a huge piece of it. Right. Uh, And then just the mental savings really of emotionally not having to think throughout the day, what am I going to have for dinner? What do I have to stop and get? And like reorganizing. So I feel like a lot of that is like, it's sort of harder to equate, but, um, really helps a lot. Yeah. I think people tend not to notice the price tag that's associated with those types of things because it doesn't necessarily have a hard and fast Mm -hmm. price on it, but those are the things that matter most in our life. Right. They should, they have a higher price point than just our hourly work. Um, and so I think that, you know, we noticed the savings. We sat down preparing for baby number three to come home and we took a Saturday afternoon during a football game, it took us four hours from start to finish. And we got over you know, almost 25 meals knocked out and it was mm-hmm. kind of a, it was a fun afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. What struck me. And so this was our first time doing freezer meal prep. In this particular method, we had done some meal prep before, you know, I think the last time uh, we adopted, it was like, all right, let's get a bunch of meals done. But that was just, we just cooked a bunch of stuff and Mm -hmm. threw it in the freezer afterwards. Right. And some of it didn't work out so well because there's certain foods that you really shouldn't cook and then freeze. And then then heat up (laughs) and cook again. So, and so this is what, yes, Mm -hmm. Uh, that, yeah, that nice stew turned into a nice mush, Uh, things like that. But what really struck me when we were doing it this round was we only like cooked a few things. I think we mm-hmm. cooked like a soup and then like we cooked like the um like the ground beef for another one or something. Right. Everything a lot of the a lot of the meals were just like get it ready, put it in a bag, and then put that in the freezer. And then the actual cooking is gonna happen next time when you go to eat it instead of having to reheat it or kind of you're cooking it twice. 
Yeah. And it, it seems like that's a signature of freezer meals. Uh, yeah, I think you can do either method. It kind of depends on what you need. Like if you're a family and you can let it cook in the slow cooker or bake or whatever, there are some folks that actually need it ready. And so you could do it that method where you're cooking it and then reheating it. Um, but you're right. The, the methodology and making sure you get that right um, is important and that you're not freezing things they're different, but yeah. And I think most of our folks, especially if you're getting started with freezer cooking, that's the best way is to pick those recipes. We call them dump and goes. And so you're kind of just pulling, <laughs> putting those ingredients together. I, for one, if I have ingredients frozen separately, I do not use them in a way that I use them when they're all together because it's like, I don't have that prep time that you're talking about. And so um, we love, I know it's not a very pretty name to call it dump and go, um, but it really <laughs> is really what you need to do. It's like, I just need to throw this together and get on my way. And then when I am going to serve it, then it's going to cook. And usually we find that people choose the inactive cooking methods. So baking it so I can just put it in the oven and leave it. Mm -hmm. I can put it in my slow cooker and leave it, or I can put it in my instant pot. Um, so all of those methodologies um, make freezer meal prep a lot easier. Mm. Now, a common question that kind of came up as I told people we were going to do this interview was, um, you know, they, when they think of freezer meals, they think of like a, like a frozen dinner, like TV dinner, yeah. TV dinner, and like they're riddled with sodium and completely unhealthy and that you're eating like terrible food. Now, can you speak into why that's not necessarily the case? Oh, I love, I love this question because I also, I think another common question, if it didn't come up is like my husband or my spouse or my kids won't eat freezer food. And I'm like, are these the same people that go down the freezer aisle and pick up a tombstone or, <laughs> or regularly eat hungry man or lean cuisine? And um, maybe you do or don't like those, um, even if it's not your default, but those, that industry has to put a lot of, uh, preservatives and additives into that food to give it a longer shelf life. Mm -hmm. And so when you're preparing it, A, you get to pick the ingredients. So if yeah. you want to use fresh produce, if you want to use organic grass-fed beef, if you have allergies and you need to eliminate particular ingredients, mm -hmm. you have control of that. Second, you don't have to worry about shelf life. Um, freezer food and you're not transporting it anywhere. So you are, uh, most freezer meals last for in good quality for three to six months, really beyond six months, they're still safe. They're just lose, start to lose value or, or um, texture and things like that. Yeah. Um, they start to not to maybe taste as great and they get some free, maybe they'll get some freezer burn um, the longer they're in there. So, but you're gonna, if you're doing this for time savings or money savings, you're going to eat those. Right. And so you don't have to worry about all of those things that the grocery store and the manufacturers do. And so you can control things like um, that. And we, we also, you know, you can look for recipes that are low sodium. You can be a diabetic and be on uh, freezer meals and things like that. And so, Yes, I think that is a very common myth. Um, I guess the other thing to say is if you are using local farm fresh or garden produce, mm. it is actually great to freeze it. It's better than, you know, obviously canning because you're stopping that um, process of it losing. So if you have a local farmer's market or a garden that you can uh, put those ingredients into a meal, you're they're actually fresher than if you would even buy them from your grocer's uh, produce wow, section cool. because they're, they're 
uh, ripening it in transition opposed to kind of using that fresh. So actually, at least for the uh, like ingredients like broccoli and cauliflower and frozen vegetables, those are a great, great things to use. And the freezing process is the next best thing to fresh. Right. I had heard that, that the nutritional value mm-hmm. tends to be a lot fresher because they just captured it right after harvest. Mm-hmm. It just freezes it right in time. Yeah. So I have one other question that, you know, a lot of people wrote in about was, mm-hmm. um, this sounds awesome, but what if I forget to take it out of the freezer? <laughs> but I kind of think like, you know, there's probably tips and tricks. I'm sure you run into that before. So how do you help people remember that they have all these freezer meals? Well, one of my favorite things to recommend is that you get yourself an instant pot or a programmable pressure cooker, because one of the things, one of the great um, relationships between that device appliance and freezer cooking is that you don't actually have to thaw the meal as it's coming to pressure. It's going to thaw the meal for you. So it takes maybe a little bit longer to come to pressure, but we always try to equate for that. Um, And I don't have to remember. So at four four o'clock, five o'clock, I can go to the freezer, um, decide which of my meals I want to use, pop it into that appliance and still have meal ready, hot and on the table. And you know, in less than an hour by six. Um, and I didn't have to do anything. I just did its thing for the other ones. You do have to thaw and we do recommend thawing, um, or you have to lengthen the cook time. Um, as for slow cookers, it is not recommended that you put a frozen meal in it um, Mm -hmm. because it hasn't thawed properly. It would be in the danger zone. Um, So one of the things that we recommend is we, we actually, um, you know, writing out the freezer meals that you have in your freezer. Mm -hmm. And then on Saturday and Sunday, when you would meal plan kind of account for that. So if I know I'm going to have these meals on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I'm going to go ahead and put them in my refrigerator so that they're slow thawing um, until they are, uh, till I'm ready to use them. Now, if I've slow thawed them in my refrigerator and Tuesday night, I have a late meeting and I can't get to that meal. I can either a push it to the next night and it's still not going to expire, or I could actually put it back in the freezer. You can, um, as long as you're using that thaw method, um, it is possible as long as you're using the slow thaw method, um, to refreeze it, um, without losing too much quality, without worrying about food safety. Um, but because it's frozen, it is going to take some time to defrost. And so you have a little bit more runway for using that meal. Okay, cool. Very good. I didn't know that. Yeah. You can refreeze. Yeah. Even more flexible. If, if you thaw properly. It, yes. Big, big. Yes. But I, and it, we kind of were talking, we were like, how are we, you know, going to remember to take out some of these in the morning? And honestly, it, it'd be easy as just sticking like a, a magnet in a certain position on the, on the fridge or even on the garage door. So, you know, as you're going out, you've got this kind of built-in reminder, Mm -hmm. you know, we do that with like when we help people uh, budgeting or different financial goals, you know, putting it right in front of your face and attaching Mm -hmm. it to this little item that you'll see often. It's just a great way to, to remind yourself Mm -hmm. of the goal that you've got. Let's go pick dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Another trick that I use if you use an electronic calendar of any sort is that we actually have like a Google calendar that's just food. And so our meals that we're having. And so if I'm planning something that needs to be defrosted, I could set a reminder for a day or two days before for it to tell me to take it out um, to defrost it, which is really fun too. Um, So that's also another trip 
tip for that. Um, and there are ways to quick thaw something. So, hey, I wanted to do this lasagna. You know, there are um, some methods of putting it under some hot water and, you know, doing that kind of thing um, that as long as it's not under hot water for more than two hours to frosting like that right. before you cook, you're still in good shape. So there are some quick thaw methods that you could use. You just have to make sure you cook it right away. Cool. Yeah. That's you like great. the electronic idea. Yeah, oh, that's great. Yeah. 24 hour <laughs> reminder. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Everything's in that calendar. <laughs> Absolutely. My husband loves seeing that on the calendar too, because he knows what's for dinner. Like he doesn't oh, have to, he doesn't yeah. have to ask me either. It's like, Oh, mm-hmm. or he'll say, Hey, can we switch that up? Like, he doesn't say you sneak in, you move the chicken wings up a night. Yeah. <laughs> That yeah. was one of our recipes. We did yeah. the chicken wings. I'm we very excited. We may or may not have excited. four giant bags of chicken wings. <laughs> I, I think that brings up a good point, too, that you didn't, I don't think, meant to bring up. But, like, freezer food doesn't have to be limited to the things that you see in your freezer aisle. Like, I mean, there's a lot of things. Like, chicken wings, people don't typically think. I mean, you think Tyson does it, but you don't think about the fact that you can do it. Or, mm-hmm. you know, it's not just lasagnas and casseroles. And I think right. that's one of the big things that Once a Month Meals has always strived to do is really just think outside the box and push the limits of what you can freeze as a meal so that you don't feel like you're eating the same thing every night. Right. No, I was thrilled. Like, you know, when we got into the the site and we could pick things that there were tons of, you know, really healthy options and, you know, we're all, it's easier to meal plan healthy when you're looking out than like I'm starving right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was, it was just awesome to have those options. And, you know, we weren't hungry. We sat down, we went through and kind of projected what kind of food sounded good and looked good. Um, it was so easy just to upload it. And uh, yeah. We actually, I don't know if this is something you recommend, but we ordered all the groceries online. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then just picked it up because I ain't no way I was going to take the three-year-old and the one-year-old into the grocery store. <laughs> nope. We left with a cart of cereal. <laughs> I always love, like, I don't know if your uh, grocery delivery person is like, why? Can I just ask why you need 12 pounds of chicken and 15 pounds of roast beef? Like, they're always like, have this like, this is a little odd, you know, like, or your butcher, but no, we highly recommend and are, are trying to work towards how we can integrate that into the system. Um, I do that all the time with my, uh, that's another time saving technique that we do yeah. is generate our grocery list from the system and then just hit all of the stuff in Instacart or, uh, Kroger click list or whatever you want to do um, and have it delivered um, to save yourself that extra time and heartache too. Yeah. yeah. No, no, we had a great, uh, great meal prep experience. Awesome. Once a month meals. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it two weeks ago now? Yep. Um, yeah. It went really smoothly. It was much easier. We had way more food come out of on the other end than we've ever had before trying to do this yep. kind of thing. We've had to stop ourselves for, we want to eat it now. Yes. <laughs> yes. We yes. ourselves. We can't. Mm-hmm. Gotta wait. I have a lot of folks that say, uh, some of that didn't make it into the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was hard to put some of those away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. All right, so we've been talking a lot about freezer meals, what they are, how great they are, but now let's talk about how people can get started. So you've got, so once a month meals, it's the meal planning service, helps you plan out really a month of meals all at once. That's what we did. That's what I'm looking forward to eating. And there are many menus people can use to get started, right? Correct. There are both many, M-A-N-Y, 
minis that you can use to get started and minis, M-I-N-I, that are smaller menus that are five recipes double to 10 meals. So you could get 10 meals in your freezer really fast. Um, and there are uh, free downloadable ones that you can get on the site. That's great. And yeah, and you can get right there, right to them at walletwind.com slash freezer meals. That'll take you right to where you need to go. And uh, I mean, you can pick, we were, we were talking about this before. I mean, you get to pick what you want to eat, you know, whether it's a special diet or a special type of food that you like, and it's all right there, all right laid out for you. Absolutely. So you would either, you get that menu and you get a grocery list uh, what you need to do to prep those ingredients when you get back. You get uh, uh, scaled recipes. You get step-by-step instructions on how to fill those out, it labels for your meals so that you know how to cook them on the day that you're going to cook them, and then a thaw sheet so that you can hang that on your refrigerator or freezer and know what meals you have available to you. That's great. Awesome. Yeah, we. I loved that you got a shopping list and a chopping list. I had to ask him. He's like, we're going to do the chopping list now shopping list it's like we already bought it nope it's chopping (laughs) (laughs) no and i think maybe that's an important distinction why do i need a chopping list with my meal plan so you're gonna do and you did probably 14 recipes that doubled to like 28 meals and so for those 14 recipes there might be half a dozen of them that need diced onions and there might be a couple of them that need sliced peppers. And so it aggregates all of that for you based on your recipes and how you scale them so that you can have all of that ready when you're ready to assemble so that that process is easy, efficient and saves you as much time as possible. We want to save you time. Yeah. We want to save you money, but we also really want to save you time in the kitchen when you're making a mass amount of meals. Yeah, almost felt like we were on a cooking show, how you have all those ingredients. Oh, yeah, that's just right. Like, this is so much better. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, thank you so much for sharing about once a month meals with us. Everybody, if you haven't gone over to walletwin.com slash freezer meals, go over and get your free mini menu right now. Get those 10 meals into your freezer. You're going to fall in love with how much money and time this is going to save you. You're going to want to probably check it out even further Let us know what you guys uh, decide to cook. And uh, thank you so much for coming on the show, Trisha. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Well, there you have it, my friends. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as we did. As always, leave us a review in iTunes. It would be much appreciated. And share with any family and friends who you think want to know about freezer meals. Until next time, we'll see you guys. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Walletwin program at walletwin.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week.